Call for Action presents Of Consuming Interest, a public service show that discusses scams, deceptive offers, and other consumer concerns. Here's the director of WJLA 7 Call for Action and your host, Shirley Rooker. Well, are you ready for the holidays and for shopping and got lots of gift cards and credit cards and all kinds of things that you're going to be using and buying over the holidays? Well, we've got some advice for you, some things that you ought to really know about what is the best gift card? What are the, the best, the biggest buyer discounts? Where can you get them? All that kind of stuff. Really good information. My guest is Jill Gonzalez. She is a Wallet Hub analyst. And Jill, welcome to Of Consuming Interest. Thanks for having me back. Now, this is an interesting subject because, well, first off, I do want to mention one thing. You all did a, a report talking about how much debt consumers have carried over from last year. They have credit card debt from from last year's shopping. And that's really kind of well, I don't know. I'm I'm a little bit surprised. Is that a problem? Do do you all see that as a as a as a concern that consumers should be really careful about what they're spending this year? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's certainly not good news here, and it's a lot of us, about 35 million Americans still have debt from a last holiday season, and obviously they're planning on buying more things this year for their uh, holiday shopping lists. So we're hoping that we can find a sweet spot here and kind of rein in that spending. Yeah, I mean, that should cause concern because carrying debt from one year to the other, and if you're carrying a high interest rate on that debt, that's going to put you way behind financially. So, yeah, I, I understand the concern about that. Well, let's talk about the other side of this. Let's talk about what's available out there for consumers and where the the best deals are and what they should look at. Um, Now, you all did a survey of um, credit card debt, and that's what you found, that one-third of them will spend less on holidays this year than they did last year, uh, right? Is that was that one of your things? And is that, I mean, that's a little bit surprising because the economy seems to be booming. Yeah, so this is where it gets interesting. We said that a lot of Americans still have debt from last holiday season, so it makes sense that when we polled them directly, a lot of them did say that they were trying to spend less. But you're right, the economy is on the up, and the National Retail Federation actually predicts a 4% increase in spending. So after all of these numbers are in, it's going to be interesting to see if consumers follow their plan or if the economic predictions were right. Yeah, right. It, it will be. It'll be uh, interesting to find out how the spending profiles look and, and who did the spending, and I'm sure you all will be on top of that as well. So let's talk about some of the things that are available out there for consumers this year. Tell us how you how did you go about, now, for example, gift cards. Is that still a very popular option as a holiday present? Gift cards are actually the most popular option. Uh, They beat out clothes and accessories. They even beat out electronics. Uh, So over a third of people said that more than anything, they just want a gift card. That's interesting. So they want it. And, you know, I always think of gift cards. Well, that's an easy way to to give a present to someone. But, But on the flip side of that, it's also a way of giving them something that they'll use as long as they use it. I mean, that's the thing that they have to be be sure that they do use. Because I know that in the past, 
there was a lot of questions about gift cards because some of them had so many restrictions. But I think there have been some regulations put down now that all of those crazy restrictions are, are a lot of them are gone. Um, so let's let's talk about the gift cards. What you all found that Target was the best gift card, and how what what were the parameters of the the uh, this uh, excuse me the study? How did you give Target the top rating? So if you're looking for like reselling and buyer discounts, then Target is the best. But if you just want to go by gift card popularity, which I think more people would probably want to know, uh, Target is still one of the top five. So the number five was iTunes, four was Target, three Walmart, two was the Visa gift card, and number one, king of retail, Amazon, was number one this year, just in terms of popularity. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the best deal is not necessarily those cards. As a matter of fact, Amazon didn't make it into your top five, did they? So right. People, so that's so, if you are reselling. Which oh. I don't. Yeah, I don't think many people are. So oh, I you mean if the, the you mean if I'm going to you're going to give me a card and I'm going to resell it? Right. Oh, uh, that sounds like okay. You don't want it. You're going to get rid of it. Okay. I guess that's okay. <laughs> I I was really talking about in terms of practical use for consumers and not reselling the card itself. Right. So that's the list I just went over. Okay. The, those top five. Amazon, number one, then Visa, Walmart, Target, and iTunes. But your, but your gift card scores gave Walmart the top in terms of points. What does that mean? So, again, that's going to that's gonna go with the average resale value. I see. Okay. All right. So... Now, what are the things that consumers need to look for in a gift card? Because there are, they're not all created equal, I'm sure. Are some of the things that they, what should they look for? Expiration dates, ease of use, where they can use it, that sort of thing? So legally, gift cards cannot expire within five years of getting them. That's across the board. That's thanks to the Card Act, which was passed back in 2010. And that was a great act because, boy, it used to be a real problem. Yeah, exactly. So that's not not something that you really have to worry about from card to card. It's five years no matter what. And many of these cards uh, will, will really be honored whenever. So that's one thing to remember, even when you're hunting through your drawers this time of year, if you find a gift card that you're not sure is good for anymore, one, you can use it, most likely, to help you on your holiday gift spending. Or if it's kind of battered and tattered up, you can trade it in for a brand new gift card so that you can give that that as a gift. Ha ha, re-gifting. Exactly. So those are two big things to look out for. Uh, The one thing... We did say that the Visa gift card, for instance, was number two just in terms of popularity. Mm-hmm. But be careful when you're getting gift cards from, say, Visa, MasterCard, or Discover. They seem like they're as good as cash, but they're not. Because, you know, when you get a gift card from a retailer like Amazon or Target, the retailer makes its money right away. But these card network gift cards make their money back in fees. So those fees will either apply to you or, I think even worse, the recipient. So when in doubt, just give cash instead of those cards. I got you. So the, the so they're as we said, they're not all created equal. And and looking for, and is that usually available in clear print? Can consumers really get a handle on this from just reading the information that's available to them about gift cards? Um, on the back of these gift cards 
or on, on the back of their packaging is where you would find this. But if you're just glancing over it, it's pretty mm-hmm. hard to miss. Okay. All right. Great. Well, let's just take a brief pause here and um, let our listeners know that they're tuned into Of Consuming Interest. I'm Shirley Rooker. My guest is Jill Gonzalez. She is a Wallet Hub analyst, and we're talking about gift cards, discounts during the holidays, all of that sort of things, shopping tips to make your money go further. We all like that, no matter what. So let's talk about um, the the credit card price protections and things like that that are available. You all looked at some credit cards, the best credit cards for the holiday shopping. So tell us about what you found in these credit cards. Well, it first depends on what kind of shopping you're going to be doing. So think about that first. Uh, if you know that you're going to be spending a lot of money and you possibly are looking for an initial bonus after that spend, then the Capital One Saver Cash Rewards credit card might be best for you. If you just want a flat rate cash back on everything that you're buying, the City Double Cash card is the best in the market for that right now. If you just are looking for a department store card, Target would be the best. For online shopping, Walmart would be the best. And if you have bad credit, if you're looking for still some credit, but you won't be approved for some of the cards that we just mentioned, the Finger Hut credit account would probably be best for you. Because that allows you to do a lot of shopping through their catalogs and online? Uh, because it, it still serves as a credit account, okay. uh, but people with bad credit are more eligible for that. I see. So that's something to take into consideration when you're applying for these cards. Now, um, when you're buying or when you're using your cards, one of the questions, um, since there are a lot of special offers and cards and things like that, and maybe there's something out there better than what you've got right now for the holiday shopping season, um, does it make sense to get a new credit card, perhaps, that you're only going to use for the holidays? It certainly depends. I mean, if you are going to a store that you shop at all year round, then I would say it definitely makes sense to possibly look into a store credit card there. If you know you only hit it once a year, probably makes a lot less sense. Or if you know that you have a big ticket item like a TV or furniture, an appliance, that would be when a lot of times stores offer good initial discounts on that day's shopping. So that's one other thing to really consider. Okay, so, but now some cards will offer you special incentives to get their card um, and the, the cash back on the cards and all of that sort of stuff. And maybe if that outperforms the card that you have, is there a downside to getting a new card that you only plan to use for a certain period of time? Well, the downside would be, you know, is that going to really open the gates for you to incur more debt that you're not going to be able to pay off in a decent amount of time. Mm-hmm. So I, so I would say, you know, just like getting any new credit card, that really is the downside here. If you hopefully have a shopping list, you know what's on sale, you know what's not, uh, and you see how much you're spending, you should also be budgeting and really make a plan to pay off your debt by a certain time. Maybe that's uh, sometime in January. Maybe that's by Valentine's Day or before the spring. You know, Just make some type of plan that you realistically can stick to to pay off this debt. 
I know this is kind of outside the what we were supposed to talk about today, but what what are consumers looking at in terms of interest rates on revolving credit accounts? Is there any right now the the average interest rate is fourteen percent. Well that's that's a that's lot. Generally if you have very good credit. Um, on most store credit cards, the average APR is more like twenty two to twenty nine percent. Good grief. So on top of what you've just purchased, you're getting a it the interest is being added to that and my goodness, it's going to take a lot longer to pay off. Do you all have anything on your website and give us your website where people can get all this information? So this is all available at wallethub.com. That's wallet and hub.com. You can find the best credit cards for holiday shopping, the most popular gift cards, uh all of the information about last year and hopefully how to avoid any debt too far after this year. Does it have, do you all have any kind of calculator on there? I should know that, but I don't. Whether or not that you can go in and figure out what it's actually going to cost you in real terms if you are getting, if you're using a credit card and you and revolving account and not paying it off each month? Absolutely. So we have credit card payoff calculators. We have balance transfer calculators if you're thinking of doing a balance transfer after the holiday season. We even have, and this is just for the next month or so, we have a holiday budget calculator where you input your income Mm -hmm. and things like your monthly expenses, how much savings you have, and that spits out a number that you should roughly abide by Mm -hmm. uh, to spend under this holiday season. So that's kind of telling you what is your cap, what can you afford to to spend, and then you can sit down and figure out who you have to give gifts to and figure out how much to spend on them. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm, absolutely, because the pre-planning, I think, is, you know, it's so easy to get caught up in, you know, you see something really great, oh, my God, I want to give that to my aunt, you know, and maybe your aunt doesn't even need it. Who knows? But at any rate... So that that will put some cap on what you're spending because you're going to have a budget, hopefully, and you're going to have some ideas of what it's going to cost you if you go over and start paying high interest rates on these purchases because that really adds up. Uh, and I think people will be surprised, Jill, when they took a look at the calculator to tell them what they're actually ending up paying for, say, a $200 item when you figure in the interest over six months or something. It can be a lot. Yeah, absolutely. It it could very well be a lot, depending on what you're buying, depending on, again, how long you're taking to pay it off mm-hmm. as well. Or if you have a, a card, if you do get a new credit card and it has a 0% introductory rate, make sure you pay everything off before that rate ends or else you're up to that high APR again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that really adds up. I do think consumers will be surprised if they'll take the time to sit down and do some calculations on what the cost of of money is when you're starting to use an account, a card that's going to be high interest rates tacked onto it. So anyway, look for, do are cards being offered now that, uh, um, that don't have an interest rate on them? I mean, that, you know, give you a, a grace period in terms of interest? There are certainly several 0% introductory offers right now. Again, you're going to have to have good or excellent credit to be approved. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that can last up to 21 months, depending on, on which card you're looking at. But, again, you want to make sure that you are approved ahead of time. So that's like now mm-hmm. for your holiday shopping. Um, and then just make sure you know exactly when it ends. 
Gotcha. So pre-planning, that's the big, the big key here. Well, let's just take a brief pause here. We'll be right back. You are listening to Of Consuming Interest. I'm Shirley Rooker. My guest is Jill Gonzalez. She is a Wallet Hub analyst, and we're talking about gift cards, credit cards, you know, what what kind of uh, money you're going to spend this holiday season and all of that good stuff. Now, I noticed that the amount of benefits and, and, you know, one of the marketing tools for credit cards have always been, oh, we're going to give you this benefits. We give you rewards, give you money back, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, the trend seems to be that some of those perks are being taken away from these cards. Can you tell us what's going on? Yes. So recently, we've seen more and more credit card issuers do away with those secondary benefits, whether it's price protection, uh, vacation rental warranties, uh, trip protection, car rental insurance, uh, all of these things. It certainly depends on issuer to issuer, but I think the biggest example recently has been City and Discover that completely did away with these benefits. We see more issuers in the works, like American Express. So if that's something that you have counted on, which a lot of people have not, a lot of people don't even know that, that those things exist, but the ones that do, you know, do count on not signing up for more car rental insurance because they buy it with their credit card and they know that they're insured that way. Uh, same with your trips or your vacation planning. So just be wary of that. If you have relied on these credit cards in the past for that, know which ones still offer it in your wallet and which ones don't. And if that's important to you, when you're shopping for a new credit card, make sure that you're looking at the retailers, or sorry, the issuers, that are still going to be offering that. So you're saying that that some cards that offer uh, protection when you rent a car so that you don't have to buy rental insurance on that car, which I don't think you have to do most of the time anyway, but nevertheless, um, it's always been a uh, protection for consumers, and that's no that's being dropped by some of these card companies. Exactly, yeah. I mean, that's how a lot of these rental car companies get their money mm-hmm. is by signing that insurance waiver. So a lot of people saved money just by using the insurance that comes automatically when you sign for that and buy it with your credit card. Mm-hmm. So that's going away for a lot of issuers. So it's really important, then, as you say, if consumers are depending on this sort of thing, to make sure that they understand exactly what the limitations are on their cards. Is this happening gradually? Is it being phased out? Is it being stopped suddenly? I know that's a general question, but... Uh, with no specific credit cards talking about, but are consumers going to be given plenty of notice that these are ending so that, you know, if you can plan ahead for what you need to do in terms of all the things that you were counting on for those benefits? Yeah, consumers are typically giving 90 days notice, uh, and then it's done. You know, no one's grandfathered mm-hmm. in. It's not really being phased out. There's a time when these benefits are just no longer offered. Has been one of the complaints that I've heard from people um, is that, gosh, I mean, how do I figure out what kind of benefits I've got? How do I use them? Is that, you think that's part of the reason that the credit, the card companies are just saying, well, you know, I don't know that that's really attracting consumers? Yeah, I think they know that it's not an extra benefit as much as it used to be. It's not really a selling point for a lot of these cards. 
And two, the consumers that do take full advantage of it, you know, it's not making any money for the big credit card companies. It's it's losing them money, right? Mm -hmm. Um, If you are filing a claim on your car rental or if you signed up for price protection and you see an item that you bought has been uh, gone down in price, you can file a claim for that. You can extend warranties. That's called price price, price purchase, right? Price protection. Price protection. So that if the price of the item drops after the holidays, you can file a claim with your credit card company and get a refund. Maybe, and that that's one of the things that's going to be dropped. Oh, yeah. Correct. What about what about airline miles? Are credit card companies still going to offer you mileage? Yeah. I mean, the, the, credit, card com- the credit cards that you have either offer cash back, if we're talking about reward cards, or miles or points. Mm-hmm. So there's not going to be a change to that structure. Okay. So what what we just have to be aware of is what is changing. Um, and now there's also something called purchase protection on some of the cards. Uh, describe that and tell us if that's going away. So price protection is has to do with a price drop. Uh, purchase protection has to do with your actual purchase, uh, if that is to get broken, in some cases stolen, et cetera. Um, so that's kind of a different type of insurance. Mm-hmm. And that has been offered by some cards, but again, that's one of the things that may be going away. I guess it's really consumers have to just pay some attention um, to what their cards are offering now because, as you say, they're not like they used to be. They ain't what they used to be, as they might say. Exactly, yeah. And I think that to the card issuers, you know, this affects so little of their user population because so many people don't know about it or or just don't use it. Uh, So for the most part, I don't think customers extremely care, but those that do and have gotten used to this and relied on this are definitely upset. So... Anyway, so we've got the pos- gift cards. You've given us the, the best gift cards, and that's available on your website. We've talked about uh, what are the, uh, the credit cards to use during the purchases of the holiday season. We're talking about all the kinds of things that are going away. So what is the good news? Well, the good news is, is is now you are armed with all of these this knowledge. You can go into the holiday shopping season maybe knowing a little bit more than the other people right. in line with you. And the one thing I will say this year is we always aggregate all of the Black Friday ads and look for the average mm-hmm. discounts from store to store. Um, this year, the average discount across all the major retailers, we looked at 35, is 40% off. So if you do find a deal, if you're kind of going through your cart, looking for last-minute things to maybe get rid of before you check out, if anything is marked down for less than 40%, really consider if it's something you need to be getting for someone because that is not the best deal this holiday Mm -hmm. season. So maybe there's another item that will serve the purpose and you'll pay less for it. Good information, Jill. As always, it's been a treat to have you on. So everybody, just remember, it's, what is it, wallethub.com is your email, I mean your website, correct? Correct. Okay, well, Jill, thank you. Um, Great to have you, and you've been listening to Of Consuming Interest. My guest has been Jill Gonzalez. She is a Wallet Hub analyst.
And we've been talking about cards, credit, gift, all those things you need to know for the holiday season. I'm Shirley Rooker. Thank you for joining us. Of Consuming Interest is a public service program presented by WJLA 7 Call for Action, hosted by Shirley Rooker. Call for Action is an international nonprofit network of hotlines which offer free and confidential assistance. If you have a complaint, contact Call for Action at 301-652-HELP. That's 301-652-HELP.